Well, g'day everybody and welcome back to the Hardball Gets AFL Show. This podcast is brought to you by the Mazda BT50. You do ute. Today on the show, it's the six points leading into the final round of the season. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do that. Leave us a rating, leave a review. And if you've got a local sports highlight, make sure you enter enter it in the BHP Streamer Screamer competition where you can win $5,000 for you and $1,000 for your club. Go to streamer.com.au forward slash screamer to enter. All right. Get stuck in. This is a Hardball Gets AFL show. My name is Mick Rin, joined by Chris Robertson and Jake Colvin. What's going on, hey guys? Fellas? How, How are we, we? done? I'm, it's great to be back. I love being called upon maybe once every six weeks, yeah, and I'm yes. happy to fill a role, as you, always, you're Nick. just the world's biggest Port Adelaide fan. You've just waited until they've steadied the ship a little bit before returning. That's been noted. Well, you've true. got to bide your time. Um, it did get a little bit shaky there, and we, and we have... I reckon I come past your desk every single morning, <laughs> whether it be for Gridley, Footy Grid, or just to chat about. You see, you're about footy. three minutes away from putting those uh, flights on, like Facebook Marketplace or something. Right? Uh, your grand, uh, your it, grand final flights, which you have booked. I have. Yes. Well, I booked seven weeks, eight weeks ago, maybe yes, now. But at the I, height of the streak, it, it was it was uh, a very instant booking straight after the Beach Geelong. We know this, but um, <laughs> look, my. My thoughts of Port Adelaide went down a little bit in that that uh, four loss streak, but um, mm-hmm. it's been renewed after a couple of good weeks. I was at the game on Sunday, the, the Freo game. It was uh, it was good to be amongst the crowd again. Hey, who'd you go to that game with? Uh, I went with my mate uh, Patrick. Oh, and you actually I, found someone. In the I found end. someone. Yeah. Um, so he came with me because he felt. I was sorry trying for to me. set you up, yeah, because you're going to just go by yourself for yeah. a while. Weren't I, you? I did get abused by a Freo <laughs> supporter for clapping the butters goal, so um, I'll make sure I don't support. Goals and, and good moments anymore. <laughs> I learnt my lesson. It was a, it was a pretty handy butters goal. To be fair, it was not bad. Just at a all. blind snap over the shoulder in traffic. Just yeah, it was a polite clap me. and a come on from me. And uh, wasn't nah, that's outrageous. Taken, outrageous yeah. supported yeah, really behaviour behavior. from you. Yep. It's not West Coast of Freo at Optus. So you sorry walking. Very disappointing. Um, all right, well, we might as well just crack straight in this week on the six points. You, Robo, why don't you kick us off? You got something timely. Well, I do. Well, just because of. Um, Alistair Clarkson's comments that have just lobbed now. He's kind of done his press conference and dropped a bit of a bomb on a few different topics. Um, he surprisingly doesn't want a draft lottery to come in. Yeah, like, sure. I, I can't Not for the year, life of least. me figure out why he wouldn't want one this year. Um, but he's also sort of gone bang on the assistance for the Gold Coast Suns. It's just accepted. I'm quoting here. It's just accepted that Gold Coast got three picks in the top 10 this year. And it's like, oh, well, that's okay. Um yeah, I think there's some – someone messaged us about this on um, the Hardball Gets Insta. There's there's some kind of rule about not having a, a certain number of academy picks or NGAs or anything in the top. Right up the top. In the first round. But I think from memory that doesn't apply to the northern academies. Um, it, and it's kind of just – yeah, it's just a, a rule for some. A rule for some academies. Accepted. And just, just in case we needed to make the draft and bidding an academy Any set up. Any more confusing, yeah. Any more confusing. Yeah, yeah. There's different rules for different academies. Um, yeah, I think he's gone really hard on the on the aggressive here just to ward people off the also, possibility of North having Cl- picks one, two, and three. Clarko back. Clarko's back, apparently. He's back. <laughs> he's, he's just launched in the last, uh, last round of the season. Where you been, mate? But, I mean, Clarko aside, can anyone make the case for me why a draft lottery is not a better thing to do? And even just for, as well as making it all sorts of fair – even just from an AFL point of view where mm. they love the amount of 
the drama content, and content and drama and TV opportunities. The lead into the draft gives you a whole week of content. The draft itself is a must-watch spectacle. And then there's talkback radio for weeks afterwards. Oh, it was rigged. Can't believe Hawthorne got the top pick. It should have been North Rower. Like, I just can't understand why we wouldn't get it. And that's obviously in the interest of fairness is point number one. Cole, can you make a case? Well, would the play-in come in conjunction with this to go full Americanized the play-in sort of NBA? Would that no, be in no, the same time? No, no, please no. Well, I don't understand the word Americanized. It's just content. Like, no, and, I know, but and, it is Americanized. Like the, the only reason they want to do this draft lottery is because of just the way it's done in the NBA. No, um, but it just it needs it just needs a system where it's not as automatic as if you lose this game, you are getting this pick. Oh, I, I get so, that. And that's that's the scenario that North Melbourne is facing this weekend. Mm. If you lose mm. this game, you get pick one. Yeah. There's no uncertainty whatsoever. Where'd the pick three thing come from? One, two, they get one and then a Ben McKay. One for Ben McKay and then one on the uh, whoever's bidding on um, Jed Walter. Jed Walter. Yeah. yeah. yeah wait, wait, hang on. Sorry, they're not getting it. I'm talking about the second. I'm talking about West Coast pick getting pushed back to pick four. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, good, yeah. Good, good, good. Well, in a, in a nutshell, if you have to pick who's the worst team, North Melbourne or West Coast, who's more deserving of the first pick? Who are you choosing? Deserving. Who's in more? Like, well, well, who's the who's wor- worst? Who's worse? West Coast are worse. Which is which is funny to say, which kind of goes to the point that that mm. it does need to come in, doesn't it? But I also agree that it's different to let's say in the NBA you get pick one and it's um, Victor Wembanyama, like it changes things a little bit. He changes things a lot, actually. Sorry, not a little bit. So he's massive like a, one player can have a massive effect on the team in footy. It's not the case. It's not quite so as bad. So yeah. sometimes it's pick. Well, I, don't, I, I would argue it's. You 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 get some more consistency out of number one picks, but there's got to be there's a pick like six or something where you'd actually get more superstars. Yeah, totally. Over the history of the game and the history of the draft, so it actually doesn't like as much as it's trying to avoid people get the number one pick. It also doesn't hurt them that much because the number three mm. pick, who's to say the number three pick isn't better? Well, over the last sort of decade, the pick ones haven't been necessarily uh, game changers. I mean, there's been no. usually key forwards like Tom Boyd, pick one, didn't work out. Paddy McCartan, pick one, John Patton, didn't work out. Pick John one, Patton. So. The thing is, there's, there's, a, there's a pattern here. Don't pick a key forward at pick one. Pun intended as well. Yeah, yeah. A pattern, yeah, general pattern. That's very good. Yeah. That's very good. Well, speaking of drafts, why don't we, uh, Colvin, what do you got for us? Well, I think looking at this year, I think uh, going back to the 2018 draft, just because, you know, I am a Zach Butters fan, um, mm-hmm. I did look at that draft the other day and I was talking with my friend uh, Fraser McInnes just about how stacked oh, and loaded that, uh, that draft is. Name drop um, on the podcast. Yeah, he's a huge name. He's a, <laughs> he's he's a huge name. The workhorse, Fraser McInnes. How many games did Fraser get in the end? Uh, 20-something? No, I think it was around about 10 Was that all? Yeah. Yeah, right. You keep talking. I'll Great find comment. out. Yeah, you find out. Um, just going back, just more so because how many players from that draft are actually having really good career years. Mm. Um, and I've I've got up the top 12, and because there's there's three of us on it, we can have four picks each trying to redraft that 2018 um, uh, draft there. So I'll read you out the, the way it was selected originally. Mm, only 14 games. There you go. Walsh, uh, Lukosius, Rankin, Max King, Connor Rosie, Ben King, uh, Bailey Smith, Taron Thomas, Chase Jones, uh, Nick Blakey, Jai Caldwell, and Zach Butters were the top 12. And for notable names outside of that top 12, just for your reference, Isaac Quainer, 13, Dersma 18, Bobby Hill was 24, Roy Bottoms had a pretty solid career at Sydney mm-hmm. at 25, uh, McInerney was in the 40s, um, Shooter Schultz, one of your favourites, Nick, 57, mm. 
Um, and then, you know, West Coast have got an uh, infatuation with Bailey Williams now. He was in the 30s. Uh, even Kieran Briggs, the, the, the best, one of the best okay. ruckmen in the AFL. So how are we going to do this? So who gets to pick one? So I'll, I'll leave it with you. We should you, have a lottery to determine who picks one. We should one. have a lottery to determine who picks one. <laughs> you can have pick one. And also I want to note that rookie drafts. So why does Nick get pick one just because he's the worst of us? No, because so that's yes. what I'm trying no, to That's what I'm trying to keep my more. manager happy. So <laughs> uh, you can have two, Robbo. But okay, to thanks. note it as well, Nick, Callum Wilkie was rookie drafted. Tom no, Atkins and Cade Chandler, all very good uh, okay. rookie draft picks. They so. all are very good rookie draft picks, but I'm not taking it with the number one. You don't one want Cade Chandler with the number one? No, I don't like Cade okay. Chandler with but the I'll number one. But I'll let you Why pick one and we'll Chandler? go in order. Wait, am I picking like who I think is the best or just who I like the most? I think who you who you think is the best player. <laughs> the ranking. Best yeah, to rank I don't rank with the number one pick. Uh, I would probably... Oh, this is a tough one. Do you need an extension? I need, I need an extension. Can I take? Can you trade pick one to me? I'll I, trade pick I know one. who yeah, I'm taking. What, what picks can I take back? Um, I'll give you my third third pick. All right, let's do it. All right, I'm taking pick one. I'm taking Zach Butters. Let's not overthink it. Yeah, see, I was, I, I, between Butters, Rosie, and um, Walsh, also the, one of the kings. No, no, I didn't. Know you don't I think Walsh? Forward. No, key no. forwards are harder to come across. I'm just, I'm taking Butters. This guy could be the. He, he's probably top. Three or four yeah, player is, in the game this season, is. and he's going. On I was just an wondering whether I don't think it's like a flash in a pan, but I just like for I don't know between him and Rosie, not a flash in a pan at like play, but maybe not sustainable long term. I don't know. The only knock is he's if he throws himself, if in he the kills himself in the meantime, yeah, where his frame isn't ready to go. I, I kind of think he's almost matured out of that. Yeah. A touch now yeah. because I think he's he was going season, re- very yeah. reckless to yeah. start his career, which yeah. you are as a young kid. But sure. um, you know what? I'll, okay. Do you want me to take pick two so you no, get no, more I'll time take, to think? I'll take, to... I'll take pick two and I'll go, um, I'll go Max King. I knew you were going to go Max King, large. that's huge. Well, that's perfect because I'll take uh, Connor Rosie at three <laughs> yeah. then. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. So do I want Ben King or do I want Sam Walsh? Wait, is this just going to Then we're just going to go around because it's just a quick... Go, go, go. Oh, sorry. No, go. Who else is on that list? Lizard... Basilenka, jeez, Basilenka's falling off the place. Yeah, uh, let's give, I'll having, take Ben King, please. Ben King with pick four. Minutes. Ben King. Yeah. And that's me? Yeah, so oh. you can have Walsh instead. Uh, I'll take Rankin. Oh, wow. You're taking Rankin? I'll take Rankin over Walsh. Walsh has slipped to six if you want him, Cole. Well, I'll absolutely take Sam Walsh. <laughs> I think at six, is it, that's a no-brainer in, in my eyes. How did he fall to six? Yeah, that's He's surprising. He's the sixth best player in the draft. Okay, interesting. Um... What are these names down here? Isaac Quain has had a, a It's a very, very good, good draft. It's, it's a very, a very good, draft. good draft. Give me the Lizard. Give me Nick Blakey at seven, please. Uh, and I will take... How far are we going to go in this? We're going just to 12. Top 10? We're just doing oh, top 12? Four, four okay, eight. sure, sure. All right, give me Baz Lenka. And he was a topic of discussion last week with uh, potentially a move to... Um, the Gold Coast. The Sunshine Coast. <laughs> right. So, and this this is where it gets uh, it gets hard because um, you know what what do you value um, as well? Are you, uh, are you talking about Taron Thomas here. I value time. I'm not taking Taron Thomas. I'm taking Lukosius. Nick wants his Move draft sped up. I think very taking Lukosius. This is only like, like seconds to your draft. first pick. Yeah, I know. But then that's once that's done, <laughs> we get a good cadence. Who did you take? Sorry, I took Lukosius. All right, I'll take uh, who else is on that list? Give me Taron Thomas. Let's go Ooh, over Isaac Quainer. Yep. Wait. My pick. No, 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 I'm just saying. He took him over. Oh, Isaac he said I'll take Isaac Quainer. Well, no. I don't seem to want him so much. I'll take Quainer. Okay. 
And look, I'm I'm left with. I think Terry Thomas' ceiling's much higher than Isaac Quainer. It is, but, yeah. but also he's uh, uh, there's uh, also if the he can keep himself in the sure. in the AFL. I'm I'm going to have to take Cal uh, Wilkie at at twelve. Oh, I thought we were just going to shuffle around that. Chase Jones. You no, Chase yeah, well, Jones? Chase Jones, uh, Fraser did say Chase, Chase Jones is up Jones? there. Um, Why do you hate Chase Jones? I will say, Wilkie, to come from a, a rookie pick to do what he's done at, at St Kilda, uh, did anyone see that fan vote on Facebook of all the uh, St Kilda fans voted their favourite the team? team of the century No Del Santo, yeah. no Goddard, Goddard, but Wilkie's played four seasons in St Kilda and he can play <laughs> that pocket. So. <laughs> Amazing. That, that's a 2018 redraft. That was a bit of fun to see um, I like the, it. the way it's turned out. I've got a good side. <laughs> Uh, so this is me now. So Ben Mackay. Is it, uh, McKay, Mackay? Mackay. 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 Ben Mackay. Four teams. So he's the big free, biggest free agent in the pool this year. Sure. Four teams coming for him. Essendon, Sydney, Port and Hawthorne. I've got two questions for you. One, if you were him, where would you go out of those four? So that's Essendon, Sydney, Port Adelaide and Hawthorne. Assuming he can get the same money everywhere? or Assuming the same money everywhere. Or like it's, ne- it's negligible. Um... Well, I know what Colvin's going to say. Port's one of those teams. Probably Sydney. Sydney? Yeah. I think I would go Sydney as well. Yeah. I think that makes the most sense for him. They probably need him the so most the out most, of those yeah. four clubs. And I think he can get a good win now with that young midfield or that rising midfield group that they've got. You can yeah, make a case it, for Port as well, obviously. It, well, I think for, for his career, it depends on does he want to be the man down back? Does he want to be the number one defender and take the best key forward every single week? I feel... At North Melbourne at the moment, um, he's had a a few interesting moments in the last probably four weeks, would he's you been, say? He's been at North Melbourne mm. long enough. I don't it, care. It he cares been. about being the man. He no, just no, wants he, to get out. He just wants to get out. But I would say I think it's been paid. amplified in the in the last little bit of the season. A, a few mis- mistakes he's made. Um, there was that switch, I think, against West Coast where he went to switch the ball in the back 50. I'm going to shock you here and say I didn't watch a lot of North yeah, Melbourne West Coast. which is shocking as well. But he's had a few moments that I think he'd, he'd like to um, have back and a few people have kind of put a bit of pressure on him saying, you know, is he worth this price tag? Um, if he goes to uh, a Hawthorne, he's probably going to have to be that number one defender um, again every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and Port Adelaide gets a bit of cover with um, Aaliyah and just, I guess, the, the way they all kind of work to her defensively. Um, and Sydney as well, he's probably taking over that that uh, key mantle, um, sure. you'd think, it's as played, well. He's played 70 games. How many wins do you reckon he's played in? Seven. Seven is correct. <laughs> hey, Car- no he's currently got the worst win-loss percentage of any player since 1904 in wow, AFL, VFL. He's still he's got a ten point seven percent. He's a good player, but would like what? What do you think is the fair price from? Because I, I keep hearing you know eight hundred. Well, this is my question. So that he will, he will probably be paid somewhere around that because that's what the market is just mm. putting him at this year. But is he going to be a boom or a bust or just okay? I think somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I think somewhere in the middle. Yeah, you know this trade or this free agency reminds me of Ch- uh, Chip Frawley. Yep. Oh, when I mean, there was like three or four, lots of clubs clambering for him. He went to the oh, Hawks. Yeah, mm-hmm. Melbourne to Melbourne to, to the Hawks. Hawks yeah. And then was just, he's just okay. He was fine. Like he wasn't a superstar. He won, how many would have won? He two won flags. I only, I only reckon he won. Maybe one. one. Maybe one. But yeah, just, just in terms of like the press in the lead up, people clambering for him and. At the end of the day, it was just like he was a he was a solid key defender. Mm. He was, um, and and you look on the flip side, Hawthorne got Brian Lake. I'm pretty sure for pretty, peanuts, probably pretty cheap. Um, he was, he, no was he was Norm Smith medalist, yeah. and he was going no good at Bulldogs. To be fair, but wow, 
Yeah. So back around to me again. Um, so give me, we're going to get the all Australian, extended All-Australian squad on probably Monday. Oh, and then the oh. team gets named on, I think, Wednesday. They always do it really quickly after that. I saw their release. Teams coming out Wednesday night. Awards. Yeah, next Wednesday night. So it's usually extended squad Monday after the season finishes. And then the team. So looking at that extended squad, which is usually 40, I think, give me the one name that you think will be in that squad based off this year's form that if you had suggested it at the start of the year, you would have been laughed out of the room. Who's going to be the most surprising person in that extended squad who we couldn't have seen coming six months ago? I'm going to throw up Mason Wood. Yes, as one of them, if when he you gets consider, in the squad, if he gets in the squad, I think he'll probably be in the squad. Um, Is that because they're going to pivot to actually picking wingers? Maybe that's what I'm banking this. On. <laughs> yeah, okay. But It'll also be in the extended squad, right? I think so. Yeah, and yeah. also, St Kilda have been that team to rise. They uh, need to have a couple. Of there's numbers. only really two locks in that squad from St Kilda. You'd think that is Marshall and Jack Sinclair. Yep. In my eyes, um, so I think Wood might be Sinclair's that third the only guy. Lock in the- is he locking the 20? He's locking the 22. I think he's surely. in there somewhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, Mason Wood, can you make a case for Sam Powell Pepper, Cole? No. Uh, no, unfortunately <laughs> not. No, I think there's, there's... I was wondering if I could lure you. There's, because the, <laughs> there's way it'll, the way it'll work is because, you know, Petrarca played a, a decent amount of forward, so they're naturally going to have those midfielders for yeah. forward, which Petrarca ha- justifies sure. the half forward there, but sure. Powell Pepper's not in the same postcode as, as those sort of players. He's but not. He's been great. Could you make an argument uh, for Jeremy Finlayson? You could make an ar- argument for Jeremy Finlayson. Don't mind it. He's, he's, he, has he dropped spot? off a little bit? He has. A tony bit. But he had like, a really good of the purple year. patch sort of Yeah, it's the wrong time mid. to drop off. Even Tex Walker, you're not – like at the start of the year, you're not saying, oh, Tex, Tex Walker would make in the squad. He's, he's going to be set This will be his forward. first All-Australian. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's definitely in that squad. Hmm. Yeah. He probably makes the team, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, makes it. There's not too many others that really jump off the page, are there? Um, no, I was trying to think back to last year in terms of who would be the equivalent and Tyson Stengel was probably the guy who yeah, well, yeah, at the yeah. start of last year, if you'd said, oh yeah, Tyson Stengel probably gets all Australian this year. What? Yeah. And he made the team, let alone the squad. So there's always one or two where, again, if you Isaac, cast your mind back Quain to March, Quainer could be, yeah. Well. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Mm. Yeah. Not quite laughed out of the room, but it would have been hard to see. Would have been hard to make a case. Mm. Yeah. Something to think about as we approach Monday anyway. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to bring up. Oh no, it's on to you now. It's me. No, so no, it's Nick. Sorry, All good, mate. Jump That's in. fine. Um, Anytime. As is tradition. So when I when I started off in uh, round four, uh, a debut this season in round four on this podcast, I did uh, the top five power rankings, um, and then Nick then touched on it after round fourteen mm-hmm. um, as well as just you know who are the the best five players in the competition at that current time. So sure. after round four, we had Jeremy Cameron, Clayton Oliver, Charlie Kerno, Nick Dacos, and Jordan Dawson. That was sort of a consensus top five after Wait, round I four. One. Who was a Cameron, Clary, Clary Kerno, Kerno, Dacos, and then Jordan Dawson. Yep. Um, I was laughed out of the room a little bit on Jordan Dawson, but then he absolutely dominated yeah. the next few weeks. So I will take credit on that one. <laughs> round fourteen, Nick, you did this top five. Um, I went could, back to the could archives. Go anywhere. Rankin, Rankin. Yeah, um, Rankin. <laughs> you Cam did. Was this after Cam Rainer does a couple of good games? <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, surprisingly, this is okay. Zach Butters was one. Um, yep. Bont was two. Dacos was three, but it got some convincing from uh, the man on my right, uh, Chris yeah. Robinson, here to have him in there. Cool. Uh, 
Tim Taranto was four and Toby Green was five. It's not the worst. Interesting. So not the worst five. Um, I found it really tough to do a, a top five currently because... So so just to clarify, currently... Currently... Are we talking as of right now who's... Well, who's had the better season to this point? Yeah, are we point? talking the season as a whole or Se- at this season point as right a whole, in the season? But at this point, so for example, uh, Nick Dacos, I've got fifth despite him still having that injury, which miss, makes him miss, you know, the last three sure. rounds of the season. So okay. his body of work has still got him to that point. If he had missed five or six weeks, maybe he falls out just, but I've sure. just got him in there. So one, I've got Charlie Kerno. I just think what he's done to transform, um, or one of many Carlton mm-hmm. players, yeah, um, yeah. but for what he's done, especially against Gold Coast, I think he kicked four and with the game-saving mark at Went the end. Back, yeah. um, I think he's justified um, everything he's basically touches turns to gold, more or less, and Carlton is a infinitely better side with him uh, in there. Um, I've got Bontempelli too, but this is open for debate. Um, he's, he's been incredible all year, and, and his last few weeks, he's, he's still been very good. He, whether he's polled in the last couple of games and in the losses he's had so might determine whether he wins the Brownlow. Kerno will finish with it. He'll have the best Coleman total. He already does, but uh, has the best since 2016. But Was that Jack Rewalt, 2016? No, it was Josh Kennedy kicked 80. So I think he's on, what, 75, Kerno? 75, and he's got Giants, so Sam Taylor. And that's a – oh, well, no, so he's going to finish on 75 then. <laughs> um, but that even that 80 is an outlier. Like the last time anyone got mm. in the 80s before that was 2009, Brendan Favola. Um, yeah, 80 takes some doing these days. This is a good – this yep. is a very Great, good yeah. season. Yep. 75 already with a round to go. Yep. He, he, yeah, as I said, he's just so, – changes that tone. So what's the but with Bond? So there's no, there's no, no but, but it's more so who I've got three. Okay. So I've got Bont at two and I've got Toby Green at three. Now, it's depending what you prefer in a player. Like Bont is having, you know, high 20s um, and a goal most weeks. um, And he's a a fantastic player. But I think what Toby Green has done playing probably the hardest position on the ground half forward, Mm. um, being that kind of medium uh, to small half forward, he's basically kicking three a game, I think, mm. close to or up, up towards the end, having almost 20 a game as well. And he's basically that whole team. Like GWS have, have exceeded expectations just, yeah. as much as you can say, but Toby Green has an argument to be second. Yep. But would you would you keep Bont, Bont, Bont two and Bont's Toby ab- and three? I think Bont's above him. I totally mm. agree, and I think you can mount the argument. I'm probably taking Bont, though. Absolutely. Um, which leaves me four and five. So as I said, uh, Dacos at five just due to the injury pushes sure. him slight back. Yeah, that's but fair. if he was fit, I reckon he probably um, stays in that top three. But I've got Butters at four. Um, watched him live on the weekend. Um, Unreal. His, his ability to hit uh, kicks out of congestion, mm. um, those sort of 20, 25-meter kicks under pressure is insane. Um, and I think he's, he's justified a top five um, finish. But um, certainly there's players like Petrarca, um, who have been been very, very good. Um, even if you look at Tex Walker's stats and body of work over the year, 60-odd goals, um, he can almost still win the Coleman, theoretically, if he absolutely dismantles West Coast, good. which isn't out of the good question. Nudge. He's been up there, um, and there, there's a lot of players that are on that sort of cusp of the top five, but I just think with Butters start to finish, he's been been very good, and Dacos speaks for himself. Mm. Yeah, I'm end. happy with that. I had his like first, first thought, top three, I had Bont, Butters, Kerno, but I like the waiting on goals, so I'm happy to flip Kerno to the top. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it, mate. Yeah, I I think you're right. I think if you're waiting it on the most recent stuff, 
getting extra weighting, I think you know it has to be one. But even, even so, it's still like eighty goals. Yeah, he's going to kick. Yeah, that's I'd a, probably go. That's, that's a that's a season to work. I'd probably I mean, go take away Cano two West from games, Bont. Errol probably knocking on the door Errol as well. Errol was somewhere. one of those yeah, people on top, yeah. but it's it's yeah, it's. Uh, but you can only pick five. You can only pick five, and I just I think what what Butters and and Dacos obviously done from the start of the season. I just couldn't yeah. couldn't get mm. them out of there. Yeah. Oh, let's wrap it up with our good friend. We love him, Peter Sumich. His uh, Eagles team today in the uh, the West Australian. He listed out his Eagles team for next year. Round one, twenty twenty four. And so I'm just going to go through the inclusions, and I want you to to sell me on come sell these players on coming to the Eagles. So there's one of them is an he has no say in it. Who's Daniel Curtin? So if they if he gets to pick four. Um, they'll take him a pick four, most okay. likely, yeah. unless they sort of split it. But now that it's four, it's going to be tough. We sure. spoke about on um, Tuesday. So he's in there, but he doesn't get a say in it. So sorry, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> next one up was Liam Henry. <sighs> <laughs> Liam Henry is a really interesting one. Does he want to go over East, though? Or I, don't, he... I think he does. I think so, he wants to go to Melbourne. Yeah. Is he getting a game at Melbourne, though? No, no, like I meant the oh Melbourne the in general. Sorry, sorry, not sure. the demons per se. Exclusive um, breaking. Yeah, it's tough because I feel like he will go to Victoria. Right? I think yeah, he's I got think that lure yeah, there yeah. for whatever reason. But the sell at West Coast. I mean, the the sell at West Coast for most of these guys is going to be opportunity and money and probably money. But they still, yeah, no. I mean, a lot of money, a lot of money just came off the books. But some of that would have to go in the salary cap next year because they had they had deals going beyond this season. Yeah, it, it's hard to. It would be hard for me to see him wanting to leave Frio and then staying in the same city and going to Doesn't West Coast because anymore. he has opportunity. Yeah, he's in the side. Yeah, it's just money. If you got more money. Yeah, and yeah, a player, just, again, yeah. this is not this is uh, Peter Swimich's list. I'm just okay, asking you to sure. sell me on him. A player hasn't made that immediate swap no. between Freo and West Coast. When was the last since, time? Metropolis. Yeah, probably the Greg Harding, Trent Carroll, Daniel Metropolis era of the very early wow. 2000s. Hasn't when, happened since then. Yeah, that's strange, isn't it? It's happened at Port with what Frampton, Port to Adelaide or Adelaide to Port. Uh, there was another one. Port to Adelaide. Yeah, there was another one. I feel like uh, Brad Symes. Yep, that's the one. That's another one. Yeah. Good you know, footy. There's a good footy grid name. Yeah, 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 plays yeah, yeah. Brad Symes is one. Yep. Brad that's Symes. a unicorn. Yeah. Come on, yeah. He's got the unicorn emoji yeah, in the top corner. Excellent. Um, okay, so, so uh, Tyler Brockman from Hawthorne, the small forward who's come back in the side this year. Yeah, I can see that. He's got That's got the go-home factor, obviously. Mm. Um, and West Coast need to replenish that forward line. Um, Cripps isn't going to be there forever. We don't know what Liam Ryan's going to do. Um, and they've obviously lost Rioli as well. So, yeah, you can make a case for him. Noah Long and Brockman would be a nice sort of yeah. young yep. small nice forward too. Totally. Yep. Uh, Brody Grundy. Uh, the ability to play first Ruck. 22 football. <laughs> I've, I've, I've really liked this idea. There's some, there's some Eagles supporters that just want to see out Bailey Williams. Um, uh, he's, a, he's a ruck but, forward. He's a forward ruck. Well, they said but, that, yeah. But the thing Simo is... And, and West Coast supporters in my life have made this point as well. They've said, what's he shown forward that he's actually going to be a like a, a good second fiddle to Oscar Williams? Yeah. Because he, mm. he, he looks actually comfortable as an undersized yeah. laid ruck, oh, but, but forward I, I haven't s- seen a lot of him. He's still, really like, what's he? It. Yes, he's shown some of the ruck, but he hasn't shown that he's going to be able to, you know, in a real football side, like yes. hold up the – First ruck position. Yeah, that, that's that's just the debate around. It. I would, if I'm Eagles, I'm absolutely. If you can get Grundy for a relatively 
uh, good price and, and you don't have to um, spend a lot on him and, and give up um, anything outrageous pick-wise, I'm, I'm 100% going after it. Why wouldn't you? What he, what's his sell? Just playing? Just playing role. Rock. And he, he gets to... Uh, come to Perth where you'd probably think that, um, you know, the microscope might not be on him as Sorry? much. Oh, hang on. I don't think, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> you, 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 you did grow up here, right? <laughs> no, no. I, no it's, it's more so like it's Melbourne's a football city with all these Melbourne teams and the and the Grundy yeah. Gorn thing. Perth's At least a he football gets to go city with just, two teams. No, no it's true. He just I gets see to play. Nick go down to the shops the other day and just no one, no one even talked to him. It's more so he gets to play lead ruck as number one and just gets to go about his business rather than going in and out of the Melbourne side and then, you know, oh, everyone's in saying, that city. Yeah, true. Because well, he's just, he wouldn't, no one would come up to him asking when he's getting back in the side. Because yeah, he's no just going to go to Perth and play football. He's not going to be like thinking about when he's going to get his next game. True. So, true. Okay, who else, who else is on that list? Uh, Devin Robinson was the last one. Can wear a shirt off all the time mm-hmm. um, in Perth. Uncle, um, uncle, club legend. Has a huge following now. Probably a lot of Perth followers have, have probably gotten around Instagram. him. What a rig! What a rig he's got. Yes. A man can dream of having a rig like that. <laughs> start, I can't work work hard enough to have a six pack. I'm worried about worried about the direction of this podcast. I was listening to you guys on uh, Tuesday when Xavier was talking about the hot fifteen year old at his golf course. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> he's driving home. Where is this podcast going? <laughs> well, plays that lead. Uh, well, probably next to to Tim Kelly um, is probably yeah. I, he's leaving Brisbane. It has to be a good whack of money. Mm. You'd think so. It'd be a well. It got reported he has a four-year deal in front of him. I think I read somewhere from Brisbane or from West Coast. Ah, uh, from West Coast. I think it got yeah, reported. Okay. Um, I saw saw it on the on the Facebook. Brisbane would surely be like a three at least. He's in the he's in the side. Mm. He's in the side, yeah. And he's not he's not really. Uh, he was on the fringe. Literally, he's played. He's, of, he's now, gone a yeah. bit in and out. But yeah, I mean, he's, he's in the side now. Ash, Ashcroft still got uh, coming from an ACL, so mm. it's his spot yeah. next year's. Pretty much. Well, there's another Ashcroft. Up. Oh, he must not be Jed. up this year. Levi. Levi Ashcroft. Levi I think Ashcroft. he must be up the, uh, the next year after that for the draft, maybe. Well, but he's overtaken Jared Lyons um, now, like Devin Robertson. Yeah. Um, so could be a premiership player this time next could month. Be. Yeah. yeah, it makes it easier if he's got a flag under his mm. belt. You, yeah. it, easy to leave. Yeah, totally. And uh, now it's time for... Highball Bets. Thanks to the Tab Touch app. Oh, right, so this is hardball bets. Uh, slid back again. Is this out? No, I think we go through finals. Do you, Do you know what happened to me? What happened to you? Tell me. I took a fourteen dollar long shot. I was paying fourteen to one. Yep. This is what it was. Collingwood one to thirty nine on Friday. Oh, sorry, Brisbane one to thirty nine on Friday yeah. night. Tick against Collingwood. Richmond one to thirty nine against North. Tick. They won by twenty eight or something. And then my last leg of the fourteen dollar long shot. That would have got me back into the positive oh, for the year. Adelaide one to thirty nine, Adelaide, oh, to 39 uh. against Sydney. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was watching that Van Keys go. I was like, "Are you kidding me? Do I get if Tab Touch? Did if our you, friends did at Tab Touch are listening, to you? he didn't by name. But if our friends at Tab Touch are listening and want to grant me kind of like you know half of that bet, no, you don't just to get my total up, that would be most appreciated. Goodness gracious, I couldn't believe my eyes. All right, so what do you go for us this week? What's your uh, retribution? So I'm taking an $18 long shot this week <laughs> just to really go for it. Uh, Gold Coast 1 to 39 against North. Uh, the Dogs 1 to 39 at Geelong. And then the Crows scoring 120 plus against West Coast in what should be a very free flowing game. Do you think they try to on find Saturday night? Given I think they, everything that's find happened, they try to find text. A lot. Yeah. yeah. And then Gov's kind of banged up. Sounds like he's going to play, but he's obviously banged up. Why? 
Uh, oh, well, he's trying to fare well. He's oh, true, on the field. True, true. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, he's trying to do everything he can. But I think Adelaide will be smarting from losing my bet slash losing the game, sure. mm. missing out on finals. I think they'll come out uh, all guns uh, blazing. What do you I'm got? going with just the one. I just need to get back in the black. Just slid a little bit. So I'm just going straight up. Collingwood win plus Pendlebury kicks a goal, and that's three dollars fifty. Okay, and I think that'll do. It'll do me. I'll Let's do it. But we're going into finals, positive. right? Oh, yeah, we'll go through finals. Yeah, Okay, sure. so and my we'll long shots like are going to get even bet. more outrageous unless one of them hits. <laughs> Here we go. Well, that was Hardball Bets. Got the touch this AFL season. Choose Tab Touch. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858. Well, this has been the Hardball Gets AFL show. Proudly brought to you by the Mazda BT50 Ute to Ute. We'll see you next time. 